my hip on the edge and picked up my mail. Anything come in? Velta tugged her skirt down, got back behind her desk, and said, A couple of bills, two checks, and a, a referral from the Smith-Torrance Agency. Referral, huh? It's in that stack there. I sorted the envelopes and fingered out the agency one. What's with Smitty, anyway, calling me in? He knows I don't handle auditing cases. Well, read it and see. I yanked out the letter and glanced at it. Hell, it's six pages long and starts with his latest fishing trip. I wouldn't want to read about my own fishing trip. Brief me. Velda reached out, took the letter, and selected the last page. Smith Torrance has a request for the kind of thing they don't handle. Seems one Leif Borenson has security needs. Sitting perched where I'd been when Woodcock came in yesterday, I glanced back at her and asked, Where do I know that name from? You got me, she said with a shrug. I never heard it before, and haven't had time to run a check. Don't bother. If I decide to take this, Smitty will fill me in. Just give me the basics, baby. She shrugged again. Borens in somebody with money who's getting married. He wants security in attendance at his fiancée's bridal shower. It's at the Waldorf. I made a face. If it's a female shindig, you should take the gig. Velda shrugged again. Spitty says he needs a security man. I never pass the physical. Truer words. She flipped a hand. Anyway, if we're talking high society, the gifts could be worth a small fortune. And the gals in attendance might be swimming in jewelry and not the paste variety. My guess is that we should both be working it. Like I said, Velda was no mere secretary. She was a full partner in this firm. Someday I'd make her a full partner, period. I swiftly scanned the paragraph she indicated and let out a snort of disgust. Why pass this on to me? If this guy Borenson wants to make a show of it, he'll want uniformed guards. Burns or Pinkerton make those scenes. I look like a damn clown in that circle. She shook her head and grinned at me. Quit being touchy about your obvious lack of class. If you'd read the letter, you'd see that the client doesn't want to be ostentatious. He just wants somebody handy to avoid pilfering by the hotel staff and in the unlikely event of a robbery. Nothing you haven't done before. I said, back when I was scratching on a living, maybe. You're not all that rich yet. Balls. See what I mean about your lack of class? Anyway, Smitty's doing you a favor. She nodded toward the bullet hole in the wall behind her and gestured toward the faint red smear across the way made by Woodcock's insides. Your recent surge of publicity gives you a stigma that may be off-putting to a certain breed of client. Where would I be, I said, without you to cut me down to size? Her smile had something impish in it. I'm the only person in town who would have taken a bet that you could have wiped that Woodcock character out the way you did. A guy with a gun in his hand, facing you down like that? Her eyes grew grave. Listen, Mike, I'm sorry about... I swung around so I was sitting on the side edge of the desk now and rested my left hand against the top so I could lean in and face her. Forget it, kitten. I put you in that spot. I can't believe I left that door unlocked when I left. 
Your girlfriend had a doctor's appointment and needed your support. You were distracted and you're human. I said, forget it, and I mean forget it. She touched my hand. I appreciate that, Mike. I'm supposed to be as professional as you are, and honey, stop. How did that come out, anyway, with your friend Karen? Her big brown eyes were pearled with tears. Her lush, red lipstick mouth went crinkly with a smile. It was benign. She's all in the clear. Well, that's great. That's fantastic to hear. The emotional moment over, Velda smirked up at me. I don't suppose you're going to tell me how this played out. I should be dead, I admitted. He was a contract man with a long list of kills. Somebody paid him to lay me out, but he got chatty and gave me a window. I told her the rest of the story, including what Pat had come up with on Mr. Woodcock, formerly of Chicago, formerly not shot to shit. When I finished, her brow creased.